Welcome to Watch Over, a podcast devoted to all things Arrow and Elicity. Featuring myself, Jen, aka J. Buffy Angel, and me, Kelly, aka Calista Wolf. Be aware we do discuss spoilers and swear now and then, but we will always have fun and you will too. Valentine's Day, guys. Is it Valentine's Day? Yes, it is. Are you doing anything for Valentine's Day, Cal? No. Me neither. In fact, if the weather is especially kind to me, I might not even get to see my husband tonight. Oh, that's nice. He has to testify in front of the legislature at four o'clock this afternoon. And of course, you know when the snow's going to start, Jen? Mm, (laughs) 3.55? Pretty much. (laughs) And does he work very, very far from home where Mm, he's got to travel over (laughs) some fairly gnarly places? Yes, he does. See, we just keep trying to explain to Kyle, if you just move (laughs) closer to your job, this wouldn't be a a bigger house. But like everybody wants you to do. (laughs) Whatever. No. Well, I think I'll see my husband, but I guess what's funny about Valentine's Day, like Valentine's Day was a really big deal to me when I was single. I remember it was like a really, it really bothered me. It is a big deal to single people. It really bothered me when I didn't have a boyfriend <laughs> well, to you think give me pretty flowers. When you're single, you think Valentine's Day is a bigger deal than it is. Right. And then you get married and you and realize like, oh, that guys in general, or maybe care. just my husband, don't they really don't give care. a fuck about they don't, Valentine's they don't care. Day. You could buy them flowers. You could buy them candies and with the kind of whole like, here, I've given you something. You should give me something. No, it doesn't work that way. They, they don't care. They don't care. I the can best remember, you might like, get out of it is like a bottle of wine and a nice dinner. And that's I rem- like, yeah, maybe dinner. Uh, he Nickel occasionally bring flowers. Honestly, he focuses more on our I daughter now, but I've kind years. of made him. This is true. When you have kids, they'll like get like little Valentines for the kids. Yeah, like I I yeah. I'm, I make Very him true. buy her a present. I just think it's I think it's the cutest thing when dads buy their little girls Valentine's Day presents. <laughs> And she loves it. He has kept this voicemail. I think he was traveling one bo- um, one day on Valentine's Day, but I gave her his her present, and she was like two. And she call. I had her call and thank Daddy. <laughs> it's the cutest stinking message because like now she's all grown, and the cute voice is gone. So like he, that's what he does on Valentine's Day. He just plays that message over and over again. It's cute. But yeah, I just, the only time I can really remember like a, whoa, this was Nick like going crazy on Valentine's Day. It wasn't even really on Valentine's Day. We were on a date and I needed to get my engagement ring checked and we were just wandering around the jewelry store and he just like bought me a pearl necklace and earrings and he was just like, happy Valentine's Day. And I'm like, well, thanks. It was very romantic. But like, that's like one time in 13 years, guys. (laughs) You know, so, you take the moments when right, you Right, it's like, I'm get, like, honestly, I feel Valentine's like he Day. thinks that, mo- that moment probably buys him 35 years. <laughs> so. Right. Pretty much. Uh, pretty much. So, yeah, so we're back. Sorry, guys. Happy Valentine's Day. Don't feel bad if you don't have a significant no, other. Do not feel bad. Instead, 
bask in the joy that is the Valentine's present that Arrow has given to us. Right, because guess what? You're still having a baby on Arrow. Woohoo! And she grows up to be Cat McNamara, and that's what's important. Oh my god, you won't let that go. I can't help it. It's like, it's dream casting for me. It is the perfect casting. It really is. I just really can't let it go. Because, like, not, it's important to me. Because, like, you have to, if we're going to see Flash Forward Baby, she needs to be the right grown-up baby. She has to be pretty awesome. And she has to be spectacular. And Cat McNamara... It's pretty freaking spectacular. And you so know, far in her interactions with the online fandom, she has been pretty freaking fantastic. Yeah, I'd she's super cool. We lucked out, guys. Yeah, like, <laughs> I've seen her interact. Like, I'm, I'm like, peripheral to the Shadowhunters fandom because I'm, like, it's just, like, my guilty pleasure and I don't really, like, interact or write anything about Shadowhunters. I just watch it and then I move on with my day. But I, like, see her interacting with the Shadowhunters um, fandom and she's always tweeting polls. She's always tweeting articles. She's always talking to fans. She's very engaged. And so now, like, the cat's out of the bag. She's been doing it with the Arrow fandom, but there's been so much mystery. She can't really you know, say who she is. I think is. that's been frustrating for her. Yeah. I've seen some of her tweets the last couple of days and she's like, I was dying. I know. Yeah, she's like, freedom. <laughs> and she's like tweeting up a storm now. God so I, I, I tweeted she's yesterday, so like, this is Cat McNamara, guys. She's awesome. And everyone's really, I saw one tweet though that was hilarious. There, She keeps tagging the arrow account on Twitter. And they're like, and somebody's all like, oh, honey, no. Yeah. They're <laughs> like, oh, my sweet summer child. <laughs> Like, somebody needs to tell Kat that they ain't never going to tweet anything Elicity-related, so. <laughs> They're like, isn't go. it cute how Kat thinks the, C- the the Arrow Twitter account is the same as the Shadowhunters account? Is someone going to tell her? <laughs> it's a lost cause. It's it was so great. Like, they don't oh. care about us. They don't care. No. no. Speaking of lost causes... Oh, God, there's so many. There's so many. But I have to say, I am astounded. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Wait. I'm waiting. Hold on (laughs) one second. Before we get off the topic of they're never going to retweet, Beth retweeted the poll. She did? She did. Amazing. Hey, guys. God bless Beth. If you're still listening to this on time, we're up against Jake and Amy from Brooklyn Nine-Nine and the TV Guide. I think the poll is only four hours, so even oh, if this gets okay, up. Okay, never yeah. mind. We're, we're Anyways, no if better. We, no if we're going to lose. We best lose to Jake and Amy. Because we're losing to Jake and Amy because that's fine. And yeah. their fans are not obnoxious. Like Brooklyn Nine-Nine fans no, are awesome. No, they're sweet, and a lot yeah. of them are in our fandom, and a lot of... Right. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. They're, they're they're adorable jake and amy jake and amy are like are fantastic like first they're on fox and then they're on nbc so it's like mm, they have a viewership that's like triple (laughs) and losing to them is like getting a kiss on the forehead it's like oh they're the cutest thank you i still need to binge but they're really the cutest yes exactly anyways (laughs) anyhow go on back to what you were gonna say back to the last causes yeah i was remarking on the twitters yesterday (laughs) that i am quite astounded at the Laurel Lance fandom right now. Because girl, they are melting down Wizard of Oz style. I haven't seen really any of it, but I've heard you tell me like what they're upset about. And I'm like I did a thing. What is your problem? I know, I did a thing. (laughs) 
What did you I do? I went into their tags, which oh, I God. never do. Jen. But I was curious. I know. Jen. I know. I was just curious. I was We've like, told you know, people not to do that. And here you go and but do But I was it. like, you know. But it's what was curious God, about so it. I mean, it's all the same bullshit. But they're really <laughs> losing their shit. Well, like, this is almost good. as bad as when Laurel <laughs> died, which I find remarkable because they're just it acting like this baby is the final nail in the Laurel and Oliver they missed love all story. the other nails? <laughs> like, yeah, that's my dead. thing. I was like, but didn't you see all the other nails that were like, there's like 15 of them? And There's this is, been quite this a few like this me, season alone. Right. And I'm like, this <laughs> really isn't that big of a nail because they're already married and they already have a kid so so like he said you will always be the love of my life not the love of my future not the love of right now not the love of my past the love of my life like when he reaches the end of his life and hopefully he dies at 86, warming right. his bed. Right. <laughs> when he dies, he's going to look back on Felicity mm-hmm. as the sum total of, of his, his existence, love. Of his existence, okay? too. You know, I don't know she is that. the love of his life. Do you know what no. those words even mean? They like, feel very confident. That very there's going to be a pause at some point, and he's going to cheat on her with Laurel. Black Siren. Not even, We're not even talking the Laurel he has the connection to. They seem to have accepted that that she sh- she's not coming back. Like, they've let that go. Now what their focus is is getting they just Black her Siren to take her place. redeemed and make her into E1 laurel lands 2.0 which whatever so and then oliver can like transfer all the love he had for his laurel into this new pod world always and i'm like guys always be the love love there no matter (laughs) there wasn't love there in season one yeah there wasn't love there when he got out of the boat can you show me where this season or last season or the season before where he has looked at black siren with Mm. anything more than Mm. contempt Mm. can i tell you what's funny oh my god there's more because i spent some time in the take jesus you know what here's the deal they were assholes to me before this reveal happened and i just kind of wanted to gloat a little i did want to gloat a little and this is why they hate us because we gloat but you know what? We earned we it. We glow. But they started. Listen, I I have never in my life sent someone a nasty message. If, like, anonymously with my name on it, whatever. But oh, if no, you no, come into either. my house and you're throwing shit you at me, yeah, I have no problem taking <laughs> well, no, you on. Here's my thing. Here's the problem. And here's why I don't mind gloating at the Laurel Lance fandom and why I don't mind rubbing their faces in it. Mm-hmm. Because I remember how they were to us in season two. Awful. I know you weren't in the fandom I yet. I know, but I got a taste of you it were in three. Watching. Yeah, but in two. And four. They were, in two, they were, in three, they were sweating. Okay. But in two. Can you imagine, like, they oh talk God, about us as being insufferable. Yeah. They, they talk about us as being insufferable and smug. It's because they recognize it. 
That's yeah. exactly what they were in season two. They were insufferable and smug and gloating. And you Elicity fans, you guys are all so deluded. He just looks at her like he looks at Thea. She's oh just a gosh. sister to him. He doesn't care about her. It's it's always going to be Laurel. Felicity can't compete with that. She's just some nerd. Like, it was, they were hard in season two. Okay, wow. so ever since then... Like, any time that we have an opportunity to shove it in their faces, I'm like, go for it, guys. Because yeah. you know what? They signed that check back in season two, as yeah. far as I'm concerned. And as long as they hang around, they're going to get abused by us. Well, here's <laughs> so. the thing. There's so many Elizabeth folk who keep the receipts. It's hilarious. They'll oh, keep, yeah. They'll keep, like, they tweet it out. There's no way there'll be a baby ever. And, like, so, like, there's fandom members who will keep that shit, and they'll hold on to it for, like, six months. Oh, hell yeah. And then they return to Twitter, and they re-tag the people and tweet it, and it's hilarious. And then they get really mad because they're like, you guys are so desperate because you're keeping receipts. Listen... Yeah. No, we think it's funny. We just That's why it's, it's not desperate. It's it makes us laugh. <laughs> I mean, this is our entertainment, guys. We're sorry, yeah. but not really. You know, it's just kind of sorry. Mm. You asked for it, like I said, back in season two. You asked for it, so yeah. that's all I have to say about that. I sorry. I mean, their stuff is really. I because I was like. You know when they say there's no way that Mia's going to be the Elicity baby? There's no way. So now what's happening is, you know, they were all confident it's Black Siren's daughter. They were, either it was Black Siren's daughter or Roy's daughter. But no way was it Oliver and Felicity's. Impossible. Okay, so now that Beth has, you know, gone the correct route and this is Oliver (laughs) and Felicity's baby... They're like, oh, it was so obvious. She just went the most obvious route. Oh, I, I saw this on Reddit, too, because... And yeah, I'm like, okay. well, obviously I admit, it I wasn't went, obvious to you guys, because you fundamentally, no, in your bones, believed it was Black went, Siren's kid. I went and peeked on Reddit, just like Jen went and peeked in the See, you do thing. that, too. So you so can't, you can't, yeah, there but you whatever. go. Anyhow, <laughs> I went and I peeked, and from what I see, they're like, oh, yeah, we all called it. And I'm like, did you? No, they didn't. <laughs> It's like they rewrite history all the time. I don't even know what show they watch. I don't even know what comments they're talking about. Because I'm like, you guys did not call it. You were all screaming, it's Black Siren's kid. And then the minutes reveal, like, we told you it wasn't. And then you yelled at us more. I feel like they were screaming about it being Black Siren's kid because they they wanted to see if what they think is true, which isn't true, was true. Meaning, they think that we speak things into existence. That we scream about something, and that's why it happens. So they thought, maybe if we scream a little bit louder about it being Black Siren's kid, it'll be Black Siren's kid. And they are learning, or they're ma- I don't think they're learning, it's not sinking in. I don't think they're learning they're a learning. damn thing. We're screaming it because we see it happening, not because in we're trying to will it into existence. Show. It's it's 
the show is going to do what the show is going to do. We're I mean, just saying this is what we think the show is going to do. And we happen to be right because we're paying fucking attention. You guys are just throwing out. Just talking out of their asses. Balls out weird ass theories and hoping it sticks. And it has absolutely nothing to do with what is on the show. The real low point I thought in their theory development was I found this one today was um okay so they have accepted that this is actually um no this is oliver's child but that it's still really black sirens but the baby was kidnapped like entangled the disney movie about rapunzel and raised by fifi that's what they all call her like the evil stepmother they think it's insulting and then raised by felicity (laughs) But it's still really Black Siren's kid, and yeah. then there's it's a it's gonna be a double reveal, and okay. I'm like, there's no helping this person. There really <laughs> is. They just like they live somewhere else. But I was like, wow, wow, that is another level of delusion that I really, really, there's, wow. There's a lot of delusion. It's there really, really kind is of a lot of delusion. Well, but that's my thing because I'm like. I just didn't sometimes I don't realize how much they believe their own press like yeah. they really thought they had a beat on this and they like even if she wasn't Oliver and Felicity's kid I'm sorry Black Siren was the least likely possibility yeah she Dinah has, was more likely than Dinah I put Dinah <laughs> Renee and I would go Roy Renee um, Dinah, those three. Those were more likely possibilities of Black Siren. Simply because I just... They still haven't settled on whether or not she's good or evil. You know, it's like, that's the focus of her storyline. She has no romantic interests. Well, here's... And here's what I kind of see happening happening on Reddit. And unfortunately, some of them are starting to get it. Some of them are starting to kind of just, like, let it go. That's like, good. Elicity is the thing, and it's whatever, you know? Right. A lot of them, in fact, the thread I was looking at this morning, there was quite a few people that were saying, listen, you know, maybe we have problems with Felicity in season three and season four. They really hate those seasons. But they're like, but she's not been bad ever since. And this season, she's actually been pretty decent. And this being their child makes sense with the story. Yada, yada, yada. You guys scream about the Elicity fans praising Felicity, but you're just as bad tearing her down. It's the same thing. We should de- do neither. We should neither that's praise like, her nor tear her down. That's like it's an evolved statement. Holy shit. Right? I, and yeah. I, I, that's something I never saw on Reddit like a couple years ago. So, no. I mean, there's still the, the, the toxic windbags are like oh she needs to get killed next episode but uh, but for the most part i think a lot of people are just kind of tired of like the constant focus on it like one person said it was a, a thread discussing the episode they're like all this cool stuff happened this this episode we had curtis leave and we had stanley and all this stuff and you guys are sitting in here talking about felicity give me a break you well, know like like that's the thing like even Seriously. the fans who hate her are obsessed with her they 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 really they're as bad as is the worst elicity fans right really and i'm not 
not saying the Elicity fans are lily white angels. No. There's just like, it was literally a week Every ago we were telling people to stop sending death threats to Beth. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, right. it's a level of ridiculousness that they were doing the same thing. They really feel like Beth misled them. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, ridiculous. Well, that's like, have insane. You been she attention? never said, you know, she said that, yeah, they're going to go back to all of this. We're going to go back to our season one roots. All they're talking about really is the dark edgier stuff. They're not well, talking I about saw... going back to it relationships on... that they have that are literally seven years old. They're right. not and rewinding the clock and re trudging over all of that crap. Particularly saw... since that character's dead. A couple tweets this morning that I liked. Let me mm-hmm. see if I... I think I liked them. Hopefully I liked them. Um, <laughs> it was it was talking about how this season really is a return to season one. That the themes of this season... Oh, here it is. No. It, oh, yes. It was Tasha at Hindsight 20. God bless her. Tasha. She is so much fun. She's follow fun Tasha, and she's guys. She's smart as a whip. Go follow, go follow as a Tasha. Whip. Yeah. She's, she's, she's wise. She's okay? a fun girl. Anyhow, she said Arrow S7 has been following the S1 path. They have been dropping random info all season that has to ultimately mean something. Kind of like when Walter bought Unidac, then we found out it was the company that built the earthquake machine. So it's theory spiral time. Oliver mentioned the scroll and key in 708. So what if super genius William is the scroll and Elicity baby Mia with her giant tattoo is the key? And she has a picture of Mia's key tattoo. Maybe that's why Felicity set off the beacon to bring them together. Hmm. So I'm like, that's something I need to dig into because I don't remember Oliver mentioning scroll and key because I don't know I wasn't paying. I, yeah, everyone keeps talking about this key and I'm not. I need to. That. I, don't I need to that. go find where it was. If somebody could like maybe tweet us, tweet us with, where the like, key comment was because we missed this. Well, tweet us and give us like a little video link so we can like refresh our memories. I've gotten lazy seven seasons in, so what? But anyway, yeah, I. Uh, but I feel like what she's saying is true. It's not just the the level of grit, although the level of grit is is there. It's it's the layering in of the clues and the hints that does make it feel very season one esque. Mm, and I dig yeah. that because there's all this mystery that's building towards something. I feel like yeah, something. the mystery of it all, like not knowing what the heck is going on feels very season one because in season two you kind of knew where we were going with Slade you definitely knew where we were going with Ra's al Ghul Mm. Uh, season four same so it's like with the bad guys their plans aren't always this big mystery you know it was like let's destroy the city but what I like about um, this whole and and this includes in the flash forwards is how this all like we know what happens but how does it all come about is very interesting so I agree, but yeah, yeah. But but no, yeah. But this is us poking into the story to find out clues, which these other fandoms are not doing, and then they get don't pissy. Well, about it's it. just bizarre to me. First of all, I don't know why they're still watching. I truly don't. If this, if Laurelver was your fave relationship, if Laurel Lance is your fave character, I don't know. It's like they're staying in an abusive relationship. I have never seen a show shade on 
a character as much as they shade on Laurel. So I don't, I don't know them sticking around and expecting her to return to some kind of level here. Of well, feels like I, self-punishment. I really feel there's a disconnect that they have there. They're unable to disconnect the, the greater comic mythos mm-hmm. from the show. And it, that doesn't mean that we need to take away all the comic significance or anything. Obviously no. not. But what they, they do is they, they have the comic books over here and then the show over here. And what they're picturing is this big hoop pulling them all together that where the, the show is, is like the comics or even below the comics, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But what I'm seeing is, is when the show doesn't do something that happened in the comics or it negates something that happened in the comics, they get irrationally upset mm-hmm. and feel the comics are being disrespected instead of recognizing that Arrow is existing as its own entity it doesn't necessarily have to have that strong a connection to the comics it's telling a different story i saw somebody on reddit say that that this whole listy baby thing doesn't really matter because in a couple years the show will be over and no comic writer is going to pick up this this thread of this storyline and do this so it won't mean anything it won't it won't be canon anymore that's what they said there won't be canon anymore and i'm like what the fuck are you even talking about canon is canon is canon is canon it's already this canon is, it's it's canon it's already out there it doesn't there, baby. have to like continue for 20 years for it to no. be canon it's it and it doesn't have to be drawn and written up in some comic book no. for it to be canon it's a different canon right but it's still canon but for me you, t- you the say TV shit like that like and that you per- look like an idiot well that person <laughs> might think comic book canon supersedes tv but that's I would, what i'm I would saying say like, I, I think they they're crazy but on yeah that's crazy <laughs> they're, they're at least people, on equal footing honestly i more people watch the television show than ever read the comics. Yeah. They've canceled the comics because no one's buying them. Right? Sorry, guys. Also Hate to true. Break it to you. But here, it's just it's it's one of those ridiculous things. You don't have to. You don't have to. To tie them together that closely, if it's not a comfortable thing for you, if you prefer the comics and you don't like the turn the Arrow has taken. You don't have to find a way to make Arrow fit into what you want it to be. Well, they're really, you know I mean? really mad about Mia because the, of the name Mia. They're really mad that they've taken oh, this name Mia, Mia and it's not the... And she's not <laughs> Mia Dearden from the comics. Because I guess Mia Dearden's supposed to have HIV and she's like... She was like some... Um, She was an orphan that... Oliver took in and made his board. Think Batman and Robin. Right. So, like, the fact that Arrow isn't doing this and they're just making her, in their words, Alicia, uh, what do they call it? Alyssa Shitty or something? Uh, making it, making her their daughter and then disregarding the HIV storyline. It's it's like, kind of crazy to me that they they bitch about um, soap opera because every time I every hear these storylines, I'm like I really feel line. like I saw this on all my children like eight times. You know what I mean? Growing up, <laughs> right? like, I feel exactly. confident. <laughs> like it sounds exactly like storylines on all my children. Every time they talk about a comic book storyline, I'm like, eh, sure, this is the days of our lives, guys, in in pretty pretty picture form. Feel like it is. Um, 
so yeah, they're really cheesed off by that. And then uh, one thing that I thought was really funny, because this is this is the thing where they look for these kernels of hope and hang their hat on it and it's just they don't even interpret it correctly i was uh, one of them was really excited about oh this lorover scene in in 713 and how he's oliver still really cares and thinks about laurel and they talk and i'm like man if that kind of scene happened i i would have been all over it you know what i mean and i was like what the fuck are they talking about so (laughs) i i watched what they were talking about the scene where oliver says to dinah they're in the police station and they're talking about these notes and he was like didn't you say that laurel got a note and dinah was like yeah (laughs) but she's in dc for a conference and then oliver like nods and then they move on to the next thing that that was that was the scene that was the hope for laurel and oliver's great romance because oliver clearly still thinks of laurel clearly still worried about her and he talked to her about the note and i remember watching i'm like no he didn't he had to ask dinah dinah told him he's like didn't you tell me laurel got a note and she said yeah so the person he was talking to was Dinah. Dinah brought it up. Oliver wasn't asking about Laurel. See, this is what they do. It's like they completely misinterpret scenes and then they get all excited. And then it's like, then they're crushed when it doesn't work out. And I'm like, if you just listened to the show and paid attention, but they don't. Yeah, like I can understand why you don't want to listen to us. Right, don't listen but to me. Listen but if to you the show. Watch what the show's <laughs> talking They can't. They are on a... I've never seen a fandom that is on a completely other universe. Like, the show that they watch is... It, <laughs> it's like Earth... 57 or whatever like it doesn't exist it's just the show that they talk about and the things that they see that just it just didn't it's just wrong it didn't happen that way it's not even up to oh because i'm an alyssa fan i interpret it this way no no no. it just it's like it's like oliver says the sky is blue and then they say oliver said the sky was red it's like what but it he didn't (laughs) he said it was blue like that's what (laughs) And they just, they're incapable of letting this go. I just found it very humorous to me that this is the nail in a coffin for a lot of them. They really, they really thought Felicity was dead. They really thought Felicity was dead. That she's going to die sometime in the present day. And then once she's dead, Oliver was going to sleep with Black Siren. They were going to get married. And this baby, this this chick in the future is their kid. Because she her name is black star so therefore she's black siren's daughter because because they both have black in their name it is remarkable how much they believed their own press i like sometimes i think they put things out when it you know like they're just kind of no 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 they really believe this shit that it's gonna happen and then they're just crestfallen when it doesn't and feel so betrayed and then they start screaming at the at the writers they're mad at beth they're mad at the writers they're mad at steve and mad at us they should be mad at themselves for being so deliberately obtuse to what is actually happening on the show they're so 
focused on what they want that they can't see past the circle of what they want. It's it's what I see every time they sit there and try to say the majority of fans hate Elicity or, you know, everybody right. wants this instead. And it's like your focus is so fucking narrow. I think but you can, honestly believe that. But let's just, okay, can we just talk? Whenever they say the majority of fans. Catherine McNamara retweeted the poll. We're tied. Woo! Okay, That's anyhow, my baby. <laughs> Sorry. No, we're ahead we're now. Holy shit, we just jumped ahead. Yeah, baby. That's oh my, my fandom. God. Holy fuck. You are. Oh, we're 57%. No. I told you she's the shit. She's, she's the into shit. this crap. She will totally promote it. I love that kid. Oh, I sent her a box of cookies or something. <laughs> <laughs> Cat McNamara's in a fandom, and she likes to tweet polls. Lucky, lucky, she's the baby. Okay, focused. Um, I can't remember what I was talking about. It ain't important. I what I had found. Oh, so Steve got pissed at them. Uh, cause he wrote a real. I mean, Steve was. It was really cute tweeting that on seven thirteen. I'm not. Steve doesn't go on Twitter a lot other than when he talks about sports and I don't care. But um, he tweeted a, hi, Mia. It was really cute. Yeah, and she was, was tweeting was like, oh, like baby puppy I gifts. I don't follow him, but I saw that. Right. Yeah, so that like so cats like waving Aww. back with like, hi, mom and dad with like a baby puppy gift. And it was like the cutest. Oh, and then Ben Lewis, who plays w- William, <laughs> I saw so, his response. I mean, He's well, hilarious. He is really funny, you guys. He was forever. like, oh, I bashed the shit out of my knee during that scene. And then Steve <laughs> tweeted, rookie. And then and then Ben tweeted. You wonder why I want to go live with my Right. And then the chick who played Samantha started. She's like, this just hurts my heart. The three of them were going back and forth for like five minutes. It was really <laughs> funny. Oh, I was God, like, I love, I love this. Give me more. Give it all to me. And did you it's see, so sorry to sidetrack, but this is super important information We're and everyone sidetracking our sidetrack. Listen, listen, <laughs> listen, everyone needs to go on Twitter. I tweeted it. I think the watch over podcast tweeted. We have video of the actor who plays JJ working out shirtless. And let me tell you, them John oh, Diggle, them John Diggle jeans. Okay. Listen, <gasps> listen, listen. Wow. Our friend Maddie Shook, lipstick and Wi-Fi. Yes. Okay. With Wi-Fi, whatever. Um, she tweeted a thing last night, and she said, told Jen and I, and mm-hmm. we were like, ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Listen. <laughs> By the way, if you don't know, Maddie Shook is a fucking genius. I don't know she what to tell you. Genius. Follow okay. her. She said that Mia and Connor, JJ, whatever the fuck he wants to call I don't so. care what his <laughs> name is. Diggs boy. Mia and 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 him need to make a baby because that baby will have the genes of OTA. It would be the OTA baby. And I'm just like, oh, what? I just got one. I was like, mind. Now I got to pull for another one. Mind fucking blown. This is stuff Maddie will do. She'll just quietly quietly DM us at like one in the morning. And I'm like, Maddie, you shouldn't be be in bed. And she'll just like drop a bomb. And you're like, what? That's the smartest thing I've ever heard in my life. Of course that need. Oh, and then, because I've been saying, like, so I'm shipping. I've just decided to ship um, Mia and JJ. I don't. I, 
I almost don't even care if it actually. <laughs> I, I'm working on very little evidence right now, but I, I don't even care. It's just I, like I just feel like it's just the smart thing to do. Okay. What but wait, wait, wait. So, but I was saying, okay. but I was saying. Okay, say your thing. That William needs a boyfriend. We got to get William a boyfriend. And then Maddie came up with the perfect boyfriend. She's like, since we're doing a whole Shadowhunters thing, I'm like, keep going. She said they should cast Matthew Daddario, who plays Alec on Shadowhunters, to be William's boyfriend. He already knows how to shoot a bow and arrow. And listen, Matthew Daddario is six foot four. He is. He's very pretty. A dreamboat. Like, and I was like, sold. It needs to happen. I might actually email Mark (laughs) and be like, FYI, here's a casting idea. Can you just do this? Could you just I have do to share this with me? you? I have to share with you. I don't often get snarky like this, at least on my own personal Twitter, but I had to this time. That's fine. I saw something and somebody else had retweeted it on my timeline because I didn't I don't follow the person who originally posted it, but mm. She posted, remember when Mia Smoke was conceived on her parents' wedding anniversary? And I was like, let it go, let it go, let it go, let it go, let it go. And I'm like, I can't, I can't. I'm like literally that Parks and Rec gif where he's like, it's going to bug me if I don't, you know? I, I had to. I know. So. You don't have time to tell you how wrong I am, but it's going wrong you are, but it's going to bother me if I don't. It's like literally exactly. my life. Exactly. That, 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 that was me when I saw that. So I said, no, I don't, because then she'd be born August 26, 2019, about a month and a half before the premiere, and I don't buy for a second we won't get to see this child be born. And I'm like, I had to. And Lexi, God bless Lexi Blackbriar, shout out to one of our biggest fans. Ooh, ooh, I love Lexi. Lexi, you're awesome. She said, she said, my bet is that she was conceived on New Year's Eve. And I'm like, that kind of works. I mean, it makes it makes her a little bit further along than I think. Like, I, I feel like Felicity is one of those gals that has a period app on her phone. <laughs> so she knows when it's due and like follows that shit just because... Honestly, come on. You know she is, right? Well, I have right. one of those. I don't know how to do yeah. periods without having one of those. So if you I'm, don't I'm, got one of those guys, I get think, one. I think Felicity probably even made her own because none of the offerings were, were quite Optimal. up to snuff yeah. for her. Right. So I feel like she tracks that <laughs> shit. And January January is just like a little bit like she'd have been two weeks late. And I feel like a, Felicity is a type of gal that would have noticed even in the midst of a serial killer stalking them being two weeks late. Okay. So New Year's Eve is about the earliest I will allow. Right. right because Oliver was in prison. He <laughs> yeah. just got well, no, out. No, I mean, like there was like a limited no, no, but window. The, but their, their, their anniversary would have been like early December, late november okay right that's too soon. clearly that's way that's too far back yeah as, if she's as, born as at the early premiere. as it could happen well she's if the kid's born it's either season finale or premiere it's one of the two so I yeah season finale is too but she short. would know by now that her she was already missing a period well like, she would have to be really yeah. clueless yeah she'd and have she's to be not. really late by now she's i just not. feel like that's, just, yeah. there's like a certain point where and the fact that it was down to blood test, really which is how you find you, out yeah. you're pregnant before, like, even a, an over-the-counter test will will show up pregnant. A blood test, 
test can tell you ridiculously right early. that's and why i ask was... any girl who's been infertile right <laughs> and we will tell you right. you go the blood, blood test is when you, you don't dick around with the pregnancy early. test you just go right in the doctor well that's yeah. why i said in my review i loved that they just went straight to the blood test because a lot of times on tv what they'll do is they'll have her take the pregnancy test and then there's like one or two episodes where it's like we're dicking around with but you know is are you sure like we should take retake the test the blood test or, don't lie baby yeah so arrow's just like fuck that shit we're just gonna go right to a physician and it's gonna be blood i'm like thank you so but no you, blood tests can find out like as early as like oh i want to say like 10 days after conception like it's it's ridiculously early right there's levels to this guys like if you obviously have not had children this is difficult to understand okay (laughs) why we're super specific about this because then there's like level of you know you get pregnant really easily and that's fine and then there's the then there's the level of you don't get pregnant real easy real easily and if you and hit you that have like level a whole team you, of nurses and doctors right if, when you hit cycles. that level like you can fucking math this shit like like nobody's business and that's just why i see you. a tweet like that right and, and that's why like cat and that's why like, cal mm. can't like let it go she's no, like that's I can't. that's wrong man i spent just, too many years right. in those trenches <laughs> i know this shit too well i'm sorry i can't let that go so even new year's eve i'm like mm. so i responded i says i'm good at that then or the two weeks after because i couldn't i couldn't let it go it has right. to be like i'm stuck on mid-january and she says i'm trying to think if there's any special day or anniversary they could have been celebrating within the t- first two weeks of january and i said Said, sometimes people just have sex. <laughs> like, sometimes. Well, no, she didn't plan this. It's not like they were trying. A special date or anniversary. No, it's not like they were having sex a, every know, other day trying to get pregnant. Like tip, if you were trying to get pregnant, people, have sex every other day. Sometimes people just have sex. You know, right? And like I'm sorry if baby wasn't <laughs> conceived on some momentous occasion. I know we all like how how pretty that looks. But let's be honest, most children are conceived on any old given Tuesday, you know? Pretty much. It doesn't... Well, also, like, something had to go wrong in the birth control zone. Like, obviously. Obviously, she's on antibiotics for, like, some sort of... Maybe she was... Well, she could have just missed a pill, you know, if she was taking birth control and Oliver was in... If Oliver was... Let's just say she was just taking the birth control just for pregnancy. There's a lot of women who take birth control for other medical reasons. But let's just say she was on birth control. It's a pain in the ass, guys. I know people are like, oh, it's really not. But it's like you have to take the pill at the same time every day. It's it. I found it irritating. <laughs> so... Like, maybe she just stopped taking the birth control while Oliver was in prison. And so when when you get back on birth control, you have to be really careful because it's not foolproof right away. Like, it takes your body a while to get back on the cycle. But, like, also if your husband's been out of prison for, has been in prison for six months, you're going to jump You're probably having six daily, sex daily. Right, I mean, you're jumping. And he looks like Oliver Queen, you jump him. Like, that's just how things work. Like, we can't, she can't be expected to remember to be like, oh, just wait, I have to get my cycle straight. <laughs> like, that's not how that works. And should Oliver have worn a condom? Yeah. But I guarantee he didn't. So, <laughs> this, this, this is, here's my thing. This is the great myth of of birth control. People think it's one hundred percent accurate, like accurate and protective. 
It's not. I know so, so many wait. people who've gotten pregnant on birth control. So you know, it it that's all manner of things can go wrong. Lexi, right? God bless her. Lexi took kind of the conversation I was having with her, and she looked it up. I love her. <laughs> I love her. She's, she says because I'm convinced the Elicity baby is going to be born during the season eight premiere. High five, Lexi. <laughs> She will most likely be born, be, which will most likely be October 14th. I'm willing to allow the week before, but yes, October 14th or October 7th, one of the two. Right. And we y'all premiered were wondering, really late this year. And, and y'all were wondering when conception occurred. She looked it up. She says most probable conception dates January 15th through January 19th. Booyah! Hiatus. High five it was for some, Kelly. It was hiatus sex. That's why I said the right. f- I said mid January. Did I not say mid January? You did. I did say mid January. <laughs> oh, that's fucking right. As you'll see, this is this math is very important uh, to Miss Calista. I'm retweeting that on Watchover because <laughs> I care way too much about this. Oh, I know. Don't even get started on Lila. That She's was a whole like, other thing. Like, I don't care. I don't care if the kid, like, here's timing. my thing. Like, Cal really needs it to be, like, the accurate time. Oh I don't care if the kid Tasha. cooks for four months and then she pops it out, pops out an eight-pounder. Like, whatever. It's TV. But Cal, I like, or, like, you know, the baby's technically ten months. It's like, okay, that's not real, but whatever. Like, I have found that most of the time, these 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 writers and showrunners and directors, they don't really give a shit about yeah. actual I care time, so much Cal's, more than they I do. Care so much more. <laughs> I care so much more than like, they do. Like, I bet if I you ask Beth, she was like, oh yeah, maybe on their like, anniversary, know. and then they get, then they'll have and a And then I would have to yell at and Beth, then Beth, and nobody <laughs> wants that. No, Beth! No! Don't ask Beth when this baby is conceived because she doesn't fucking know, okay? I know. Because she's going to say it's their anniversary. Yeah, and then she's, gonna, she's just going to do Felicity's it. Then Felicity's going to pop this She's going to pull a mark and right. I'm going to have to smack her. She's gonna, oh my then God. Felicity's going to pop this sucker out on the season premiere day and Cal's head's going to explode because it's just... <laughs> <laughs> but Jen remembers how like crazy I was about this last year. Well, like, it's really funny because we were trying to guess what would happen, and she was just like, so, "Listen!" <laughs> I'm like, "Wow, you're like really wound up about that." And she's like, "It has I, to be this time." <laughs> I'm like, uh, "It might." Not. Well, and then we got into a huge thing because someone got mad at me. I think I made a Someone's comment. Someone's always <laughs> mad at me. I'm always getting in trouble. I made some comment along the lines of, "Pretty sure Diggle and Lila's baby was not the full like." the correct time frame i was like i think we saw them have sex in season two. Oh, dig don't get me started i know so like <laughs> i got in trouble for saying that. that like some some people got really mad at me because apparently i don't know i was insulting women because it's like you know some of them don't know for like eight weeks or i don't okay yeah maybe some, that's true not lila fucking my right, was like i yeah <laughs> so then i just tell like, cal about it she went off on like this we're not going to do that. I'm not going to trigger yeah, you on Diggle yeah, and Lila. Please but don't. Honestly, there was a way. Let's go. Let's out. stop talking yeah, about it because it's going to piss me right. off. Okay. Um, Tasha tweeted us the scene where she he talks scroll and key. Oh. So I retweeted it onto the watch over Twitter. Okay. And I might put stick the audio into this yeah, podcast. Yeah, that would be helpful. So we can hear it. But um, yeah. Okay. How about that? You know, I need to learn about oh, whatever that Whatever is the hell that was. <laughs> um, okay, so what else are we talking Okay, so I think we've kind of done... Whoa, here's... Oh, 
okay, this all kind of segues together. First, I just want to take a quick aside. Like, I don't watch The Flash anymore, but the rumor is Carlos Valdez, who plays Cisco, is done after the season. Which is crazy. Blows my mind. First of all, it's blown my mind that it has leaked this early, which makes me think it's true and that someone over on The Flash wanted to get put wanted to put it out so fans could get prepared. Like Flash is in season is it season five this year? Well yeah, because Arrow seven. So yeah. So he'll be done at the end of the season. So this feels like to me like they're that one of his people put it out or someone from Flash put it out because they're trying to like prepare fans so that when it actually happens, it's not the disaster that it actually is. I mean, this is like to me, this is like losing Felicity. Cisco's the heart of that show. He is hysterical. He is beloved. I mean, it's really hard to imagine a show without him. It's very difficult. I it it, it would be like I losing can't even, a member of OTA. I haven't watched it, just, it in years, yeah. but he's the thing. Hey, Jen, can you keep talking? I need to run somewhere real quick. Yeah, no I'll problem. Right so I was <laughs> like, I was thinking just from my personal viewership. If I was still watching, I would peace out so hard. And then on top of that, so okay, yeah. Cal's back. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I'm here. We're having audio issues. That's fine. (laughs) Okay. So one thing that I've noticed to continue our haters conversation is so now that they, these people, uh, you know, have, now that Beth has done the completely most obvious thing that they said would never happen (laughs) and Mia is Alyssa's daughter. Now I've noticed that their new tactic is to become the Emily Bett Ricard's defenders of the world. Yes. Which is unbelievable because these and people said Emily death are, threats. There are some Elicity or at least former Elicity fans, Felicity fans who have joined up this battle cry, but they've been right. It's kind of like this it's this weird, scary marriage of <laughs> like ex Eric's Elicity fans who. Here's the thing: if you say you don't go here anymore and you're still commenting then on stop Arrow, coming here. <laughs> <laughs> you still go here yeah, still, <laughs> like you have not here. let the show go you're still in the arrow fandom like that's yeah. my thing if you are if you are commenting if you're keeping track like there's all kinds of ways to watch a show you know what i mean so you don't have to watch week to week just to be like oh i still watch arrow no you know it's like i'm still in the gray's anatomy uh it's like zone because I kind of keep up with it occasionally, you know, not as much right. anymore because they got rid of Japril. But um, it's Plus just goes it's, on. <laughs> right. Exactly. So all I'm saying is if you're still commenting on Arrow and you say you're so done with Arrow and fuck Arrow. No, you're, you're obviously not, not done. You're not you're done. Here. So it's come out. So Emily Betricards was asked about. Obviously, she's been asked about pregnancy storylines and i do this was a while ago wasn't it i mean sorry excuse me i think it was it was this year it was maybe it was late season six i think it was early early this year i think it was like 20 early yeah so she said something along the lines of she wants more for felicity than that and 
just speaking as a mother (laughs) i was very disappointed in i don't i don't mind that she doesn't want the baby storyline but i was very disappointed in the way she phrased it right and she acknowledged that and she did and then people forget right so then later on i i don't know because she was like well i said that i didn't want the baby storyline and i got a lot of hate and i was like well if people were throwing saying that you hate just because you were getting the baby storyline that you didn't like want that then that's ridiculous but i said i personally tweeted my disagree you know disagreement isn't hate like there's a very big difference and i see these two uh, you know it's like if you disagree with someone you're sending them hate no guys i just disagree with her so i tweeted out that i found that comment really insulting uh as a mother and you know i get really tired of this connotation that motherhood if you have chosen motherhood that you are somehow less like you don't have any goals you don't want anything more for your life you're just this human incubator and your whole existence is just popping out kids and you you know it's like you're the pathetic you know woman from the 1950s still you know making you know waiting for your husband to get home and making him meatloaf and blah 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 and here's my thing (laughs) Those women weren't pathetic either. <laughs> you know what I mean? If they were, if they, if that wasn't what they wanted. If they wanted. But if that was what made them happy and that's what they love doing, there's nothing wrong not, with it. Can we not judge? Yeah, there's Everybody nothing wrong. Everybody has different opinions. Right. And wants different things. Not wanting children is extremely valid, but so is wanting children. Exactly. And this, it just boggles my mind that somehow when it's, when the woman, when it's the woman in question, it's an either or choice. Right. Whereas nobody's questioning Oliver's ability to be Green Arrow or a father. Or Diggles. Or Diggles. Okay. Like, and it seems I've, to- I've seen this a lot on Reddit where they say there's no place for a baby on a superhero show. I'm like, except the fact that there's been a baby before and nobody had a fucking problem with it. There's been a baby before. There's been child- grown children. Older children, William and Zoe, has the show completely fallen off the face of the planet? No. So I'm sorry. I don't understand why Oliver and Felicity adding to, you know, a brood that has already existed. They don't like Elicity. They don't they like don't. Elicity. And my frustration. I wish they'd just be honest about it. Well, and I, here's the thing. And this is, you know, so, right. So we have the haters who have decided that they are real true, that they really care about Emily sure and do. Elicity fans <laughs> don't give a shit about her Sure do. and that we don't care about the character Felicity as long as she pops out a kid then we're fine no. well first of all there's so much wrong in these statements it's hard to know where to begin why can't I want both first of all you know right like, why does I can want Oliver and Felicity to have a baby and I can want her to start smoke tech You can have both both of those wishes exist in the same stratosphere. Okay. But here's the other thing. And I'm going to say since that's going to probably piss some people up. I don't really care. Um, I (laughs) don't care if Emily likes the storylines or not. No, I don't either. I don't care if Steven likes storylines. I don't care. It's nice if they do. Yeah, it's great. But I don't. That's not gonna really. Uh, particularly if it agrees, if it agrees with me, like if I don't let, need Emily's permission. No, to I don't like need her validation. Yeah. I don't need yeah. Emily to tell me what I like and what I don't like. No. She is more than entitled to her opinion. I got me a brain of my own thing. Right, she's more than entitled <laughs> to her opinion. But I'm also more than entitled in 
for mine. And it's right. great that exactly. Emily, fine, Emily doesn't want a baby storyline. I do. That's okay. Guess what? I won. So, <laughs> you know, and there are times where, you know, I've heard Steve say he loved this about Arrow. And I'm like, you are a crazy man. This sucked, you know, but it was kind of like this concept of if Emily or Steve or David or any of the actors say that they like the storyline or, or dislike it, that is somehow that supersedes everyone else's opinions. I'm like, no, it doesn't not even a little bit for me so emily can be completely miserable wearing that baby bump and it's not going to change my mind so that's the first part (laughs) yeah the second part is they're doing this at the same time i think they've put off the smoke tech for a long time smoke tech is not as interesting or important to me as oliver and felicity's children I'm more invested in William than I am in some arbitrary company. I am more invested in Mia than I am in this company. Am I looking forward to seeing the company develop? Right. That's my personal, you know, yeah. Am I excited to see the company develop? Yeah. I'm glad that they're doing it at the same time because here's the big thing with pregnancy storylines. They're fucking boring. Like it's fun in the first round when you find out. Okay. And it's fun when the baby's born. And then it's fun when the baby's born. But we got nine months of in between. And where That's she why doesn't. they're making it go for hiatus. Right. Exactly. That's why they're erasing. Like the actual seat. Like I, I think that, um, Kat said we're going to see Mia grow up in the flash. The, the There's one full flashback episode or flash forward episode. And so we get to see Mia grow up and the things that happened that made this all made her the way she is. And I'm like this is what I love. They're blowing through. You know, all the things that can make child storylines problematic, where it's like you can get a little bogged down in it, you know? And so they're just like, we're just going to do an episode of Mia growing up, and then Mia's growing up, and then we just, you know, like they can keep to the present day. And then she's just going to be in season eight, this little nugget that doesn't do anything, like baby Sarah. What what did baby Sarah do in season three? How often were we seeing baby Sarah? Not a lot, but Diggle had some cute moments with her, and that was the end of it, you know? So that's number two. Number three, I, this drives me nuts that there's this, and I think that there's a, there is a falsehood that women have sold, have been sold. And it's this concept of you can have it all, that you can do it all. I do not believe that's true. I believe that there are choices in life. Well, there are choices, but you can pick the choices that are going to Right, you're going to pick the choices, but... When you make a choice, other doors close, okay? It's not a con, life isn't a constant buffet, okay? And yes, a lot of women have to keep working nowadays. It's not even a, they don't even really have a choice. They have to keep working because that's, they have to pay their bills, you know? The, our living in the United States is astronomically expensive. And we've gone from a country where you can, you know, live on one salary to where almost having two is almost mandatory for a lot of people. But what my mother always raised me is, you know, she said, when you make a decision, other opportunities go away. You know what I mean? It's like you can't constantly just reopen doors all the time. That if you decide to leave your job and, you know, stay home with kids, there are there are consequences for that you know especially if you stay out of the workforce for 10 or 15 years okay that there's a price to be 
paid for that. Um, and that takes a real, uh, takes a big chunk out of your career path as it should. You know what I mean? It's not, you know, if I'm home with my kids for 10 years and there's another person who's been slaving away at their job for 10 years, I mean, yeah, from an employment status, that makes sense to me. The other thing is, is if you continue to work, you're missing out on time with your kids. That's just math. Okay, like my sister, who's a physician, doesn't get to spend anywhere as near as amount of time with my, with her children that I spent with mine when she was home. Now mine is in school. Okay, and that was incredibly hard for her. There's a sacrifice to that. There's, there's, uh, there's, there is no perfect choice. Every choice a woman makes, there's a negative side to it. Okay, and what matters is what makes you happy. Can you deal with those consequences? Does the happiness outweigh the consequences? Okay. And like I said, a lot of women don't even get a choice. They just have to, they just have things that they have to do, you know, which is sucks. But if you're in the privileged arena of you get to decide work or staying at home, yeah, no matter which one you pick, there's going to be a door that closes and there's going to be some sacrifices that happen. There's going to be negative things. So whenever women get on their soapboxes and start judging each other for these choices, I get really ticked because I think well, it's ridiculous, first of all. Why not support each other? And just support each women, other and be kind, you know, and recognize that, hey, neither choice is better than the other. Yeah. There, there isn't, there, there seems to be this competition of better. <laughs> like I'm living my life better better it's like some weird measurement scale okay that if you're a stay-at-home mom you have no other goals outside of your children or if you're a working mom you don't give a shit about your kids (laughs) both of those are insane statements okay so this concept that felicity has to that felicity you know if she has a kid that somehow is making her less than or if she if they do smoke tech then that somehow makes her not a good mom like these are all these are all comments that drive me insane i agree here's the thing to some women who staying at home with a child is the worst thing that they could possibly imagine for themselves right for some women leaving their child to go to work is the worst thing that they could possibly imagine right the thing is is we all need to make our choices for ourselves personally right okay nobody else can make those decisions for us and as such we as women need to to support each other for our decisions even if it's not the one that we would have made for ourselves because we all Mm -hmm. have different experiences we Mm -hmm. all have different preferences and frames of view and upbringings Mm -hmm. and beliefs and all this stuff and it's not that hard to just sit there and say listen Felicity Smoke wants to have a baby and take over the corporate world. Go her. Even though me as a stay-at-home mom, I'm like, no fucking thank you. No. You know, <laughs> like that's not what I want to do. But right. I'm gonna cheer her on because but that's it doesn't what she mean, wants. Cal, that you are yeah. without no other interests and motivations in your life. Oh yeah, very true. But and I also we're feel all multifaceted people. Right. But here's and... the other thing. I also feel. That making your child a priority, making that your job and making sure you do a really good job at it, I, there's nothing else that's more important to me than that. 
And but, I don't. But it's fine. I you don't know, feel judge that, that I am somehow living my, you know, less than best self, no. as everyone likes to say. And no, you're not. And sometimes I've seen women who do stay home with their kids think that women who choose to work rather than raise a family, oh, they must just have just such a unfulfilling life. I don't think that's fair either. Like I'm saying, so I think I, that, that both people should support each other and not judge so much. Right. So I think that there's a lot of women when they don't have children, they're constantly inundated with when are you going to have kids or they're somehow less than if they're not married with kids. Okay. Which is not fair. Which is ridiculous. So I've noticed that, you know, because the audience tends to identify with Felicity, I would say she's the character that most represents the audience point of view. When Felicity does something that is not within your perfect frame of what you would do they have that we have a very difficult time handling that right okay so this baby thing is really a huge thing because there's people who want her to have a baby and there's people who don't want her to have a baby and when those two things collide it's like everyone's trying to make their argument for what's the better choice and I feel that that's an insane conversation because I don't feel there is a better choice. I also don't feel like some of the terminology needs to be used. The The concept of, oh, you're just a mom, nothing drives me more irate than that <laughs> statement. Yeah. Okay. It's insulting. It's super insulting. First of all, there is no just in being a mother. There, There is no, that, that has this connotation of that motherhood is somehow less than. Listen, all of us have a mother, okay? Mm-hmm. You didn't get here without a mother, all right? You didn't, you didn't get here without someone choosing to give you life, all right? So there's that. Not all of us have, win, have won the motherhood sweepstakes. I get that, okay? But there's plenty of mothers out there who are really good mothers, and saying, oh, you're just a mom, that your main focus um, is on your children and you are somehow a pathetic, less than human being because of that, I find, wow, that's really something to say. So when you apply that to Felicity, what they're saying is when Emily says, oh, I just don't want Felicity to be just a mom, that if her only function on Arrow was to be Oliver's wife and a mother to William and Mia, that that's, that is a limitation for the character. We're not giving, we're not giving the character her wings and she's not able to fly and she's nowhere near as interesting and she's nowhere near, um, uh, complicated and she's nowhere near, uh, we're not doing a deep dive on her. She's just the surface cookie character. No, I do not agree with that. Even if that was what was happening, even if they weren't doing smoke tech, let's just say she was a love interest. Let's just say she was only Oliver's wife. Let's just say she was only, you know, these children's mother. She still has incredible value. Those activities, those purposes are valuable. That's not nothing. Right. Okay. So that drives me up the wall when people say that. That even if Felicity, all she did was pop out. Let's say she had 15 kids on this show and that's all she did. That doesn't mean that this character is somehow... That's not a bad thing. Yeah. No, that this, somehow this character is worthless. 
okay? And what you're saying when you make that, when you draw that comparison, you're saying that women who have that, who aren't pursuing careers or, you know, where they really are just focused on their family, you're making that comparison, okay? If you say the character is nothing with if they make those choices, then you're also saying people who make those choices, real people, are nothing as well. There's a clear line. And that's ridiculous, okay? These are honorable choices people have made. And I know that this flies in the face of everything you've ever heard from feminism and Gloria Steinem. I get it, okay? That we have to be completely focused on ourselves as women and, you know, go out and conquer the workforce. And yeah, hey, that's fine. You can do that. But here's the thing. To me, feminism is about giving women the choice, to decide for themselves what they want to be, okay? But now well, it seems that when yeah. we make those choices, then we're told those choices are wrong because they're not the right choices. And it goes both ways, okay? It goes to the people who are not married or don't have kids or have focused on their career, and it goes... So when we hear this stuff, it's like nails on a chalkboard to me and Cal. It's, well, here's the thing. I, I keep coming back to the, we don't need to judge each other. For me, feminism is supporting other women without tearing it down. Without tearing them down. Here's the thing. It's, it doesn't mean you have to like all other women. You know, I've seen no. a lot of people say that. But I'm just saying, if you're a working mother, don't tear down or a working woman who doesn't want to have children, don't tear down the women who do choose to have children. And if you're a woman who has decided to have children, don't tear down the women who work and, and choose right. not to have children. And a lot it's, of times, right, when you're trying to score points in an argument, you know, about a fictional character, which is what is happening, you know, you are saying really insulting things to you know, the side right. that you're arguing again. If you're trying to make this, here's all the reasons why Felicity shouldn't have a baby and this is why blah, 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 blah. These are all my reasons. You need to be really careful because you are really making a statement. And and I would say I encourage people to look at the statements that they're making, you know, and apply that to the real world, okay? And maybe that's what you really believe. Maybe you believe that a woman who stays home with a child and does not pursue any other, you know, activities other than motherhood is really pathetic. Okay? Maybe that's truly what you believe. All right? Maybe you truly believe a woman who leaves her child in daycare um, is a heartless, soulless banshee who's only out for herself. Okay? Um, maybe you truly believe that a single woman who has chosen not to get married and has chosen not to have kids leads an empty, shallow life, okay? Maybe you believe that a woman who has gotten married and chosen to have children is um, incapable of having an identity um, of her own. So, and I will say to all those people, you're all wrong. These are all incredibly um, insulting, prejudiced, insulting, um, just almost pretty much evil in my mind, th thoughts to have about people and the lives that they choose to live. Yeah. Okay. There's some people who maybe, maybe she, you, uh, 
you see a woman and she's a hard driven career woman and she doesn't have any kids and you think, oh, she's so selfish. Maybe you don't know that she's suffering infertility and she and her husband desperately would love to have a child, but are unable to. And it breaks her heart every month that she isn't pregnant. You don't know that. Right. And so if you sit there and say to her, women who work and don't have children are soulless bitches, you right. know, you're, you're adding to her hurt. And the, the, the vice versa goes. If, if there's a woman who's staying home with her kids and she's raising them and whatever, and she's doing her best, but she desperately wants to do something more than just stay at home with her children. If you're just telling her what you're doing right now is, is, is worthless. You're, you're mm-hmm. just a leech on society. You have no value in our society. Mm-hmm. You're telling a woman who has no choice but to do what she's doing right now. You're telling it's 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 the same thing. You're tearing them down. Well, and a lot of this saying, is illusion of choice. Tear, like a lot of this is an down. illusion of choice. Right. Okay. Um, in my personal situation, I couldn't keep working physically. <laughs> right. Okay. Physically, could not keep doing it. All right. Um, a lot of women, like I said before, you know, would love the option of being of the luxury of being able to stay home. And they can't. I mean, my sister is a God-blessed rock star. I don't even know how she handles everything. She is a physician at one of the top hospitals in the world. And she has three children. And she's divorced. I mean, her life, her day-to-day, fuck you guys. I don't even know. I'm like, I just, is there a fairy who comes? And you know, like, my responsibility to her is being helpful in any way that I can right. and supportive, okay? Support, yeah. And she's supportive. supportive of me, okay? She recognizes that the choices that I've made are what make me happy, okay? Right. But I've also acknowledged with her, listen, she's, she, she loves medicine. She loves keep taking care of people. She loves teaching, okay? She loves research, well, you're not going to get that at home moving loads of wash. You know what I mean? Like, she needs that in her life. She needs that mountain to climb, okay? I don't. I don't. It's not It's not a painful loss to me that I've had to walk away from a career. Sometimes it is. Sometimes I get a little crabby. It's like I look back and I'm like, oh, wow, I really busted my ass in school and I really was making something pretty substantial and I had to walk away from it. But then I look at my daughter. I'm like, well... If you're going to have to walk away for something, she's a pretty good reason, you know? So I'm saying that in all of these choices, in all of these decisions, there's a lot of life and pain and, you know, struggle. And you're not going to find a single person on the planet who has not faced some kind of struggle or painful decision in terms of how they're going to live their life. And when you're trying to score points with a fictional character... Simply because she's not, what this really boils down to is Felicity is not, the reason why people get so upset, I think, is Felicity is not reflecting their life choice in the show. Okay, Errol went a certain direction, all right? So if you're a person. It's got to make choices at some point. Right, if you're a person who really doesn't want kids and you adore Felicity Smoke and now she's becoming a mom. And there's some kind of hurt or insecurity you have about that choice, about the way either how you feel about it or the way people react to that choice. I think it really grates on 
people when they see that happen. If you're a person who has kids and Felicity never had children and, you know, makes a statement that I don't want kids, I think that could grate on you if you're not feeling 100% mm-hmm. secure. Mm-hmm. Here's it. The, and the, you just said something that really sets off. And this applies, I've said this for years, this applies to all either haters or people who, who, who take these hard lines. It, it all boils down to insecurity. Mm-hmm. If, if you're upset because a fictional character is pregnant when you have, for whatever reason, chosen not to have kids or don't, can't have kids or whatever, and it, but it upsets you and you feel the need to tear down that decision that decision or or women who do decide to stay home and have children it's about your insecurity listen and you need to be secure about yourself and your choices and the choices that have you've had thrust upon you you need mm-hmm. to make peace with it because that's not jane doe over here's problem mm-hmm. that your life is the way it is mm-hmm. i'm sorry if if things aren't working out the way you wanted it to but you can't throw your your problems at the feet of somebody else and absolve yourself of responsibility when you say hurtful things. Right. And it would have been the same situation for me. You know, let's just say Oliver and Felicity very specifically said, we don't want to have kids because we're off shooting bad guys. Very valid choice. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> that makes sense that makes given sense their lifestyle. Me. Yeah. You know. I feel like after last week's episode, they were on their They've way They've kind of made that point already. They were, yeah. and which is why her finding out she's pregnant right about the time that they're right. like, oh, worst yeah, our timing lives ever. Are too yeah, dangerous her life to have is pretty control- yeah. Oh, look. Oh, Good. look. Dark. Fuck. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, that's But if I was drama. flipping out mm-hmm. and screaming mm-hmm. at people who were who are really happy with that choice, then you're that's you're a lot a about me bag. right that, yeah. well and that's a lot about me that's a lot about why do i need validation yeah. of my life choice to be reflected in a tv show well and why do i need to be such and a don't be a dick like that's yeah. just a general a rule don't asshole. be an asshole you know don't say asshole things and you know understand that when you're talking to women about these stuff it's really personal personal. you need to speak respectfully to women who don't have children you need to speak respectfully about women who do have children this is this cuts deep this is really this is biological emotional psychological this is this this particular topic cuts deep and i hear a lot too well i don't trust the arrow writers to do either storyline well that i don't give a shit what you trust them or not listen they're not operating on harvesting your kidney <laughs> how like this level this trust thing i don't trust the writers i don't, I don't need to trust the writers I, it's a goddamn television show like they're not curing cancer i oh. never trust writers what? because i can only control myself right well, but the whole concept the of trusting writers i mean yeah i had confidence i trust that arrow is not going to chuck oliver and felicity's romance out the right. door that's okay, basically sure. that's the level sure. of my trust everything yeah, else is suspect okay because yeah. it's a tv At show all times right <laughs> and this whole concept well you know arrow arrow doesn't do well with feminine focused storylines yeah that's again this is well, like and and whenever somebody says something like that it feels so if it, it's here's my thing 
I I don't know whether it's because I'm a Sagittarius or because I was raised in a in a comfortable middle class family or whatever other fucked up reason there is. <laughs> I'm a fairly positive minded person. I can't just doom and gloom all the time because it gives me ulcers like Mm -hmm. literally i was born in the year of the rabbit to bring in more astrology chinese astrology this time i remember reading when i was a little kid and we were learning about chinese new year i I remember reading that the people who are born in the year of the rabbit are are likely to have health problems due to stress as they grow older. Oh, I remember Lord, thinking at the time. That sums you up. <laughs> I know. I remember thinking at the time. I'm like, oh no, that sounds awful. Ding, ding, and then ding. like, <laughs> like now I'm like, yeah, it fits because it's so fucking true. And here's my thing: I eliminate stress by not being such a negative shithead all the time. And <laughs> what what I do when when people say. I don't trust Arrow to handle this kind of storyline, so therefore they should never do it. It feels extremely negative and small-minded, narrow-minded, dead-end. There's no growth there. I like to think that, sure, maybe they haven't in the past, but no time like the present to start learning. You know what I mean? I like to have faith and hope that it will be handled well. well. again, this is not like you're driving up to McDonald's right. and ordering a number one. Like no. you would expect the Big Mac to come as a Big Mac and you it expect to get like the medium fry and you should expect <laughs> if you ordered a Coke, you're going to get a Coke. Right. That's not writing. You're no. not putting in an order and then the no. arrow writers are spitting it out at you. It's right. not, it's not, you know. No a drive-through window and you people act like that so you have an idea of what that what that storyline should look like and if that doesn't match up to what the writers produce then that's wrong then they the, did the, it we're wrong back to that evil evil demon expectation right right you really need to let your expectations of what you want elicity's family to look like go well and okay Writing is a series. This is the way I look at it. Writing is a series of getting up to bat. And every time you get up to bat, you might hit a home run. You might hit a, you know, a single or a double or a triple. Or you might strike out. Or you might get beamed in the ass by the ball. <laughs> All right? Get beamed in the ass a lot. You get beamed in the ass a lot. And rightfully so. Because you're crowding the plate. All right, and and everyone seems to act like a lot of in these certain scenarios when you're saying I don't trust the water writers that every scenario is the same that every time they get up to bat they're going to strike out that there's no possibility for a home run and that's just not how Which writing works so, because guess what these are the same writers that delivered here's the thing this is what drives me nuts I don't trust the writers these are They've the same writers everything. that delivered all the things that you loved okay. They, just they because they delivered canon romance out the door. Right. This is like not like we made this. We did not make all of like, Don't Felicity. trust them. Why? And everyone <laughs> loves to give the like they'll give Steve and Emily credit. Steve and Emily have you know created Oliver and Felicity. No, they're an important part of the of the. It's of a the, collaboration. Of folks. The, yeah, of this of the recipe. Okay, but the writing is in there too. We've seen the scripts. Okay, okay? here's, here's it's not it like they down. just are. You know, they're coming up with all these crap lines, and all you know, Emily and Steve are just ad libbing the entire episode. You know, I want I want to add in a little sidebar about the whole Stephen and Emily made Elicity and fuck the writers thing. Right. Here's the thing. Imagine it's any other show but Arrow. There mm-hmm. could be 
two actors that have amazing chemistry, but the show never goes there. I could name off, off the top Dozens. of my head, a good 10, 12, 20, 50 shows that have done this. Mm-hmm. There have been many times I'm like, these people really crack, but they never go there because the writers don't take them there. Now, mm-hmm. the writers took them there because they saw it, but if it weren't for the writers, it wouldn't have happened, okay? And if it weren't for Stephen and Emily, the writers wouldn't have seen it, and it wouldn't have happened. It You can't have... Elicity without Stephen and Emily and the writers. It's a chicken and an egg. <laughs> you know, they both have to be there for this to happen. It's That's why it's lightning in a bottle. We got the right, right. writers and the right actors and it all happened at the, at the right, right time. time in the right place and it happened and it's amazing and we're so fucking lucky. We're fucking lucky. Can yeah, you believe thing, guys, we had 320. We had the wedding. We have the Elicity baby now. Like... I can't even in the, in tell the shows you how that I am truly invested in, that I have been truly obsessed with, that I've just loved with all my heart. This has never happened. It's like amazing. I didn't get to see Joey and Pacey get married. I don't know. Maybe nope. they have kids. Mm-hmm. Like there's always something. Most of the shows end on the wedding, or they'll have the kid and then they don't have the wedding. It's like it's always it's to get both and to have it explored. That's something else. Because most shows don't want to touch that. They just want to do the will they, won't they. And then they end the series just as the cusp of the relationship is starting on a marriage. Cough, cough, hook and Emma. <laughs> once upon a time. Okay? It's like, all right. So I just, you know, here's my perspective. If Felicity and Oliver chose not to have children, that's fine with me. Okay? Would I have been a little disappointed? Yeah, because sure. I like babies. Okay. <laughs> Babies are fun. Babies are fun. All right. Would that bum me out? Narrative yeah. bump. That's fine. Uh, if if Oliver and Felicity, if the writers chose to never explore smoke tech and Felicity's focus was going to be, you know, I've what it is now with being a whatever. mom and a wife and, you know, hell, I'll even give her Overwatch. But they didn't explore smoke tech. Would that be p- pissing me off? No. It's I've all been, fine. It's all yeah. fine. Is it? Is it? I I get Felicity. That's what I want. I just want Felicity doing things. And whatever they decide with this fictional character's purposes, the Arrow writers have decided that they're going to do both. All right, they're trying to service both sides here. They're they trying to give the career-oriented the only episode. people something, right. and they want to give the baby-oriented people something. They did both in that episode on purpose. Right. Okay. It's not like it was a big shock that when Felicity finds out she's pregnant. They're deep six in the asshole who's been riding her coattails for three years and stealing her storyline. Like, it's 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 very much on purpose that Smoke Tech Rise and Elicity Baby Rise right, it's the were same. in the same fucking episode. And if you t- if you look at women across America, that's typically what happens. They're having babies while still working and achieving their careers. A lot of times just out of necessity to afford life. Or, and a lot of times, because they want to do both, okay? What I always say is the people who are doing both, um, this this concept, and this is why I get irritated with some of the stuff that was sold in the 60s and the 70s, is that when you do both, you're still sacrificing something, okay? There's never a situation where it's like, it's, it's perfect, okay? There's always some consequence to that choice. Whereas when you're told you can do it all, 
No, you can't. Nobody can. Nobody can do it all. All right. You can't. Everybody be, needs help. Yeah. Everybody I, sorry. Needs let's just say. All right. Here. Let's bit. just say. Let's just say you are CEO of a company. You're married. You're uh, you're raising kids. Okay. Um, you're obviously sending your. Obviously, you're sending your child to childcare while you're at work. Um, I highly doubt that you're you're moving law. You know, there's always at some point where you're going to need help. Maybe you hire a cleaning lady. Maybe your husband has to do some stuff around the house to keep things going. You know, uh, maybe, you know, you have difficulty at work sometimes because your kid is sick and you can't bring him to daycare. And so you've got to stay home. That happens a shit ton. You know, these are all valid. There's things. always things that, that, that are sacrificing no matter what you do. Okay. And I think what people fail to recognize is they see the sacrifice on their side of things, but they don't bother to look at the sacrifice on the other side of the line. So that's all I'm saying. Open up your compassion a little bit. Think about, you know, the next time you want to judge a mom who works. Insecurity. Right. Next time you want to judge a mom who works, think about the things that she's had to sacrifice. The next time if you're a mom, um, if you're a mom who works, who doesn't, or you don't have kids and you want to judge a mother who's made her life about mothering, think about the things that she's sacrificing, okay? And maybe at the end of the day, what should just be most important is if the other person is happy and then therefore you're happy for them. And if you're really secure in your decision, okay, you don't need to have it validated by telling someone else their decision, their opposite decision is wrong. Right. It shouldn't matter. It doesn't matter to me that my sister works. No, it doesn't that's change great. your life. Right. That's wonderful. That's great for her. It doesn't make me feel insecure about me. It doesn't make me feel insecure about the decisions I've made. Okay. And listen, she casts a pretty long shadow. <laughs> so you have to make your peace with who you are and what you want. And once you do that, and I would say that pretty much in general when it comes to life, I have discovered just in my own experience that when you hit the 30s, when you're in your 30s, generally stop giving a fuck what other people think. Okay? That was my experience at least. So (laughs) I'm just saying that. I think we got the message. Right. You need to be a little more compassionate and stop being nasty to people. It's always about being nice. Before we break, I want to bring up something that Tasha has said again. Because Tasha is just with all the wisdom. Mm -hmm. She says, the only other person on this show with tattoos are Oliver. And his were all significant. So I just don't believe Mia's are without me. Oh, not at all. I, 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 you know, they specifically put that stuff on her for a reason. And we're going to find out what. I think we're going to pretty much get all of our answers on Mia this season, though. I don't think anything's going to be left on the table. And then they'll set up eight, however they want to set up eight. She said, goes on to say, Amiko, Emiko, Emiko. I still want to call her Amiko. I know, I'm sorry. Um, Emiko's mother was shot, but it was covered up with a fire. And in 704, she helped stop a crew of guys who were lighting properties on fire so they could be cheaply purchased by some mystery person. I think Dante definitely killed her mom, and I think his organization is buying the buildings. Okay. I'm not sure you if know, I followed all of that. I had not, well, no, but I had not considered that, that Dante is connected to the whole Emiko thing, but that kind of makes some sense. Oh, I see what you're saying. 
Okay. Yeah, it might. Yeah. I'm like just not paying attention enough to this whole Dante thing. I know, thing I'm not. I'm just, like, and I feel like I, I maybe don't. should. I feel like I'm like, oh, this this is all going to come together and I'm going to be like, damn, I should pay more attention. <laughs> right. Right. Why am I it's not paying like, attention to it? I know. I'm just like not. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, what about this? What about this thing? I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm not like paying attention to that side of the show at all. We're, we're, we're paying attention to that side? We're watching that side? I thought we decided to leave Pod Diggle on his own. <laughs> I saw Dig acting like a twerp, and I was like, eh, done. Curtis is his best buddy, eh, done. You know? Right? Like, shit, you guys, that actually matters? Okay. My, my, I, I hit the brain dump button inside my head, and it just, like, went out. I'm like, nope. Just, just so you're good. aware, for those who have Twitter... Okay. We have fallen behind again. It's 54% yeah, to 46. 36,000 votes. There's 36 minutes left. So if you have a Twitter account. No, they're not. Oh, you're right. It'll be over. over. I keep forgetting Sorry. that we don't like load this because I don't have to do that part. It takes the, a I minute. Don't, I don't have the job. <laughs> I don't have that job. <laughs> it takes a minute. Cal is the, is the tech goddess behind this duo. I don't think we're going to win. Can you it's okay. imagine? We showed up yeah. a brave showing here. <laughs> we did good. It's true. Oh, my God. I just saw a picture of Chris Evans holding his holding a puppy. Okay. Ovaries exploded. Time to go. <laughs> Stay away from the pictures of Chris Evans. That man oh, is lethal. He's narrating. And I think he's narrating a whole puppy documentary on, like, oh, a rescue God. animals, like Holy superhero shit. dogs. I'm like, I no, I will come him. out pregnant with he's triplets. He's not even real. He's no, not he's even not real. real. He, I don't understand he's how perhaps. some woman has not snapped him up. Get your shit together, ladies. This is a hot ticket. Someone needs to wrangle this this fella. He loves puppies. He plays a superhero, and he looks like Chris Evans. What is the problem? What is the problem, Hollywood ladies? You know what I want him to do? I want him to like pull a Chris O'Donnell and just marry a kindergarten teacher. Wouldn't that be perfect for Chris Evans? Can't you just see him like married to a kindergarten teacher who probably is Miss Universe? Like I just feel God. like that needs to be what he marries. Or something. Because it's just it's just ridiculous. Like something. Like he has the sweetest heart. He's just pure. So we need a pure soul to go with him to protect him. Because he cuddles puppies. <laughs> and he has biceps guy. while he does it. I don't understand. What is the problem? Is that your favorite Chris? Is Chris Evans your favorite Chris? No. Cal? Who's your favorite no, Chris? I don't know. I like them all. They're um. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I like I like Hemsworth a lot. Mm. You never got to Thor Ragnarok. I you did. I'm working Thor. on it. We're gonna do Thor Ragnarok because Lauren's watching all of the. What is she watching? She's watching all of Marvel. the Marvel films. Right. So yeah. we've we've we done that. the first Thor, which I had okay. not seen. The first Thor is okay. The yeah. second Thor is like... Ugh. Can I say? <laughs> Can I just say? I don't love the Natalie Portman, Chris Hemsworth. No. They don't have any chemistry. There is no Natalie Portman at all in Ragnarok. Okay, good. Because there's no chemistry there. Ragnarok? Like... like, you almost can't believe that Ragnarok is in the same verse as... The first two, like, and you can't really even appreciate Ragnarok until you see the first two. Okay. Yeah, I would have to say my favorite Chris's are Hemsworth and Evans, but it's like, I feel like together they would be But I love Chris Pine. 
Yeah, but like I'm not as much like Chris, Chris Pine, Pine in the looks department. I love Chris Pine. Like he's very Shut pretty. Up. But I would he just is. say I can rank them by looks easier than I can by personality I because like I feel like they're all little the cupcakes. Fox thing. He's so he? I just pretty. I don't know. I think I think Aww. you got to go I love him. I don't know, because, like, Hemsworth, too, is a real sweet family man who likes puppies. He goes surfing with his kids. He puts his kids on his surfboard, and, like, he surfs with them in the Australian Hemsworth Ocean. Hemsworth is, is unreal Oh, and, and he amazing. makes cakes. He makes the birthday cakes for his kids. I mean, he's, he lets them paint their... I mean, he's just, he's like... So, he's, a, he's amazing. I know. He's freaking amazing. Can, have you ever seen all the, the, the Hemsworth brothers together? Holy shit. They're all good looking. Even the one who's not as good looking as the other two. He's still really good looking. Is good looking. He's, yeah. Was he the one that was in Westworld? Yeah, he's just shorter. Yeah. Like, I remember like, in Westworld, like, I was like, I don't know what he, happened on the height picture. He kind of looks like a Hemsworth brother. And right, but they're like, oh, he's kind of short. That's like my husband like, oh. and my, my husband and his brother. Like, <laughs> nobody knows that, the, like, if you put them together, it's insane that they're related. They look nothing alike. Like, Nick is blonde and tall, and his brother has darker hair, and he's short, and it's like they don't look any. The only thing that's moderately similar about them is they all have the same, they have a similar smile, but that's it. But yeah, that's kind of, it's just, I don't know. I feel like, like from, but see, it's like, it's hard for me to turn away from Chris Evans because he's Captain America. Well, and here's I, I my thing. I think I might like Captain America more than I like Thor, but maybe I do like Thor more than no, I no, like no. Captain America. No, no, no. You will change your mind after you see Ragnarok. No, okay. here's my thing. <laughs> I like Chris Evans a lot, but here's, Captain America was never, has never been my favorite Chris Evans thing. Like that's mm, interesting. I don't like. Interesting. I'm I'm more of an Iron Man girl. I love yeah. Thor. So I'm just like Captain America is kind of like. Mm. See, like I don't like <laughs> the Thor movies so far. So far, because you haven't gotten to Ragnarok. Ragnarok more than it I like. Not that I'm a huge mind. Captain America f- fan either. I'm just generally not like. I like I like the Iron Man movies and I like the Avenger movies, but like I'm not like super focused on the individual. Yeah, that's kind of how I am. Like. I don't know, man. But the, then Chris the Evans holds a puppy, and I'm like, well, maybe he is my well, favorite Well, here, here's my thing. I liked Chris Evans a lot before Captain America because right. he was always playing the goofy guy. Right. And I love me the fucking goofy guy. You guys, if you're out there listening and you're a Chris Evans fan and you haven't watched The Losers, it's a movie called The Losers, mm-hmm. go find it, watch it. You will die. It is so good. I love The Losers. It's, like it's such really a fantastic hard to pick. movie. And I think it's kind of mean. It's like Sophie's choice between Hemsworth and Evans. Because like anyhow, together, I, love I feel Evans. like they're the best male. But like, okay, I think like if you're just gonna speak yeah. on like terms of like attraction, Hemsworth. Hemsworth. I'm sorry. He's just raw sexuality. <laughs> just raw manhood. There's just so much testosterone there. You're like, yeah, buddy. Like, I'm if sorry. you just want to screw am, somebody, am, if you just want, if you are stuck in an elevator and you want to fuck somebody, you just go Hemsworth. Like, you just use like a man stick. Just meet on a stick problem. and munch here's, away. Here's my problem. I'm re- I'm disgustingly heterosexual. I know we're so heterosexual, and and I I sometimes I'm like you know it'd be better if I wasn't. I know, right? So like sometimes but we like, th- like sometimes I we think our marriage, like me and Cal's marriage, might be better than our individual. <laughs> oh, marriage. I know it would be better. <laughs> yeah, but like, but here's just, the thing. But we're not sexually attracted we to each other, so it's really we, we cannot. We can't help <laughs> ourselves. Know. And so when it comes down to like 
attractiveness. I'm sorry. Yeah. My whole heterosexual brain goes like, right He's to like 6'4". sorry. He's 6'4". Have you seen him in a bathing suit? My God. My God. Mm. Oh, wow. Oh, oh, God. It's hard. <laughs> and like when he's wet, it's just a whole other level. It's like, whoa, whoa. Stop. I can't like, believe. it's so hard for me to understand, like, why they have not, you know, there's, like, ladies on the Avengers team. Why has someone not taken Thor into, like, a little private room? Like, know, listen, man. listen, big fella, put that hammer down. <laughs> or, I don't know, pick the hammer up. <laughs> you need, I, Jen, when are you watching Ragnarok? I want a day. Um, I don't know. So, right now we got done with the first Thor. So, where am I at Jesus in the, Christ. I know, it's 15 years of movies I'm going through. I can't. Yeah, because we're doing family movie nights, and I, Nick will. Shit. I know Nick won't let they me watch the Haunted Order. I was like, can I just rock, watch Ragnarok? He's like, this is like Star Wars all over again. Like he made us watch. He no, made Thor watch here's Star the Wars in the right order. You have to watch. You have to watch the second Thor. I know. So like I, we've done the, the first Thor. Thor. Then I think it's like a Captain America at some point. Yeah. Here. I have. I have the order. Hold on. A okay. Second. I have the order. Okay. I think I do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm serious, you guys. <laughs> Ragnarok, right? Mm. Anybody who's seen it will understand why I say that is my favorite. Like, Marvel is it movie. better than Chris Evans in the yes. dark blue Captain yes. America suit? Because yes. that is really pretty great. No, okay. it's it's better like, the than whole anything. Thor costume doesn't really like give you. It doesn't matter. All of the Hemsworth. No, like, it doesn't matter. Covered up. Okay, Who so said you that was a good idea? Like, he's so, a thunder god. Does he really okay, need a shirt? Question. Yeah. Question. Yeah. Are you watching them in the order they were released or in their chronological order? Order they were released. Oh, fuck. Okay. Right? I know. It's a while. <laughs> it's like we're going to loop back around to Thor and it's going to take a fucking long time. I feel like this is purposeful on my husband's part. Like, he's withhold- it's, it's hard he's withholding Hemsworth from me because he knows there, I would totally. There is, some, there is some really sketchy. Like, is he, he's like not making He's on my three list. Is, is, is your husband making you watch the, um, the, um, the old Hulk movies? He talked about it, but I vetoed it. Yeah, good. I said no. Uh, <laughs> like fuck that shit. Because I was like, Bruce, the it's not even what's his name who no, no. played it, and he's not even no, in. I'm like, no, keep it pure. It doesn't it's, have anything to. Because what my yeah. daughter wants to see are the Avenger movies, and then Nick's like, okay, well you have to understand what's going on in all the other movies. Okay, so you've watched Iron Man and Iron Man Two, right? And then you watched Thor, right? And you've seen Avengers. Um, we have not seen Avengers yet. I know. Okay, so you got to watch Avengers, Iron Man 3, then Second Thor, then Captain America Winter Soldier, then Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, fuck a duck. Now, see, I disagree. Long time to Ragnarok. I disagree with this. Because Ragnarok's like one of the last because it leads into the beginning of, the end of Ragnarok leads into the Infinity War thing. Yeah, it it goes directly. Because I was like, what the fuck? When, I, when we started Infinity Wars and Nick's because like well this is why you should have watched Ragnarok with me I'm like screw you Thor movies suck and I get my Thor and my Avengers but no because I know because I knew this, the movie this sucked list, this like, list oh. has has Black Panther right before Infinity War I and I disagree no, that's because not true, I think it's, it's Ragnarok it's, is the last it's one it's really Ragnarok right because it really does go right they, into oh, it. the movie the Avengers 
end of like I don't even understand how you can like mix that order up. It opens on the end of Ragnarok. Whatever. Basically. Whatever. But you also have to have the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. And you also gotta have like, uh, anyhow, see, like it's hard for me too because like you have a lot of fucking movies. I know. Well, and here's the other thing: it's like really it's hard when you're coming forever. up with your three list because that's what you if if you're in a relationship you have to have three in which it's okay to cheat on your significant other. You have to. If, well, yeah, it's because it's fun. I never. So it's like that. okay, well, it's like oh, I can have my Chris's, <laughs> but then that's a lot of Chris's, and then we're like missing out on like, wet Paul Wesley and I don't know. Paul Wesley got married. Can I tell you this? Paul Wesley got married. And he married, I don't know, I think she's like a, she's like, she's a civilian. She, she like, I think she's like maybe a, a, nutri- a nutritionist. She's not an actor. But I just kind of, I just started cracking up <laughs> because she's got real, real dark hair and she kind of has like soft, pale skin. And it's funny to me because like Paul Wesley has a type. Like he married Tori DeVito, he dated Phoebe Tonkin, and now he's married to this chick who basically looks like Phoebe Tonkin. He's on his second marriage? Yes, number two. What is it with these CW guys? They can't handle their shit. Um, (laughs) Multiple marriages. mm. So I just was laughing because I was like, listen, sorry to all you dark haired, pale faced ladies. The rest of us didn't have a fucking shot in hell of ever getting Paul Wesley he has a type like it's really blatant I'm kind of surprised he and Nina Dobrev didn't actually date because you know maybe he wanted to but she was all Ooh, well, yeah. I think she picked Summerhalder yeah because he was think, married she said she would have dated Paul if he was single but he was with Tori like damn it I could have had it all like I still kind of think that maybe they're really no Probably oh, not. Jen. I know. He just got married. I know. I was like, no. She Let looks like a doll. She's very cute. He's being very private about this one. I like it better when they're private about their marriages and they don't plast. I do, Because, like, listen, I love that line. If you invite people magazine to the wedding, you got to invite them to the divorce. <laughs> like, that's so fucking accurate. Okay. Well, it's I feel true. like we really solved the main problem. Which is which Chris? Which is which Chris. So right. I, I feel okay about Hemsworth yeah. and Evans. Like Evans for sweetness, I love but Evans. then just I like Hemsworth for raw sexuality, and you need to like, like screw him in an this elevator. This is an f f fuck Mary kill. Yeah, definitely fuck Mary kill. Oh my god. Okay, so so which one do you kill? I think I know. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to. I can't remember all the Chris's. Pratt, you kill Pratt. Oh, I kind of like Pratt. No, no. What's wrong with Pratt? Pratt? You kill Pratt. Okay, we well, don't like Pratt. When did that happen? No. Pratt's okay, but. I mean, like, attractive level, probably, if that's what you're left with. Because, like, Chris Pine's cuter than Chris Pratt, I think. I just have this whole, like, he's always, Chris Pratt will always be Gilmore, or not Gilmore Girls, Everwood guy to me, who is really sweet. I never watched that. Oh, that's a good show. That's a Greg Berlanti. (laughs) Okay, yeah, I mean, because, yeah, I don't think I care enough about Chris Pine. And he, I think Chris Pine, like... I love Chris Pine. But, like, I'm just saying, like, in the looks department... Yeah, I would I probably guess. rank Pratt at the bottom, but I, I don't know. Sometimes he turns in a real hot format. Like he was pretty hot in Jurassic Park. I would. Well, I. Oh, you know was. when he was really no. hot? No, I don't want to. Zero know. Dark Thirty. Oh God. Anyhow, he had like a five um, second. They had a five second roll that. I was like, here's here's what I would do. He had like I'd 18 have eighteen pounds of muscle on him. I'd have a poly marriage with Evans and Pine. Mm. Interesting. And and then fuck Hemsworth and kill Pratt. That's my answer. 
I guess I would just uh, definitively fuck Hemsworth. Like, I feel like, what are we even talking about? That's not really an out. I mean, it's just not. It's just not. So I can't pick between Evans and Pine. I just but it, like, it makes, because, like, here's the thing. If you just fuck Hemsworth and you marry Chris Evans, you still get to fuck Chris Evans. I know, but I'm saying it's like not like we're gonna I can't be celibate. choose between Evans and so like Pines. that's really the purse that's like the best perfect world right there. I guess, but like also, do you want to keep? But then it? I'd also kind of want to marry Chris Hemsworth. Well, that's what I'm uh, saying right now. I was like, but maybe I just want to marry Chris Hemsworth and have that raw sexuality next to me and keep it caged this up. Is a good point. Yeah, I see. Like what you're a saying. little bird. Uh, I think I'm changing my mind. I think I would fuck Evans. And just keep hotness in my bed all the time. And make sure he's legally fucking required to be there. That's damn right. Can you imagine waking up to that every day? I would just make him naked all the time. Like, I would make a rule. Like, it would be in, like, the prenuptial agreement. Like, he doesn't have to give me any of his money. But as for the duration of our marriage, he's not allowed to wear clothes inside the house. Jen, how did we start off talking about haters? It feels really important, though. Like, I feel like this is the most important thing we've talked about. That is our podcast. Ragnarok. I have changed my mind. I would fuck Chris Evans because it just feels more important to me that I have all the naked Hemsworth for a, a really long time as long oh, as, like, he's on Earth. I have to have a super poly relationship with Evans, Pine, and <laughs> Hemsworth. And then Isn't Chris Pine kind of short, though? See, short for me care. is immediate turn off. I don't off. care. No, if I, I can't, if I can't wear He's heels. Pretty. Have you seen his eyes? Yeah, they're very pretty. All right, then. Is that, all, is that the only Chris's? Chris Evans, Hemsworth, That's Pine, and I Pratt. Consider. Yeah, I think you got to kill Pratt. What was Pratt. it? Somebody, did you see some poll tried to put Chris Wood in And there? he won it? I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? I actually watched Vampire Diaries, y'all, and I would never... Like, in a million years, I would never pick Chris Wood over Chris Hemsworth. I was like, this world has gone to hell in a handbasket. There is no reason. There is no justice. The Lord must come down from heaven and smite us all in the judgment day because Chris Wood won that fucking poll. I've given up on the universe. That's insanity. That just means the world's gone crazy. That means logic and reason have no place in our society. You know, just, the, the children can't be saved if that's what they think. If they think that Chris Wood is better than Chris Hemsworth or oh, even Chris Evans. I mean, what the fuck is the is matter no with them? them? People bitch about the millennials, but worry about that generation. Listen, whatever generation picked Chris Wood, whoever comes after the millennials, that's the people who pick Chris Wood over Chris Hemsworth. And there's nothing I can do for them. They're a lost cause. <laughs> My God. <laughs> so fucking distressful <laughs> i forgot about that poll and i remember i was very angry that day and my husband was like what's your problem I'm like listen there's some real fucking problems why was world. he included to begin like, with how did that even happen who was the dumb Don't shit even... who put that that listen there has to be a certain pedigree when we're talking chris's he can't just be a cw star on a couple goddamn shows. By the way, his show, which he was the lead, got canceled. So right there, right out the gate, I feel like that should, like, also, and he's not blonde, so what are we even talking about? Like, there's an equality situation with like the Chris's. No, I'm just saying they're all blonde, so there's an equality thing. It's like, you can't, like... Pratt is like not that, blonde. 
He's kind of blonde. It's like, that, it's like, it's just like, it just evens the playing field. So then we can just get really down to the serious this stuff, is how, which is this like is why we can kill Pratt. He's not blonde. Because of physique. I think he is blonde. I'm going to look. He's he like, the, it's like the whole Stephen Amell dirty blonde argument. He's not blonde either. He is blonde. No. He's dirty blonde. He's like weak no. blonde. He's the color Sorry. of wheat. I'm looking nope. up Pratt. Pratt by the, oh, fuck a duck. Well, he has like blonde highlights in his hair. No, the, no. Can I say it bothers me that he's marrying like a 15 year old? I mean, I know Ew. Schwarzenegger chick That's is why not we 15. kill him. Like, uh, but. That's why we kill uh, him. All right, his hair. <laughs> I'm sticking to wheat color because in the. Does he wear an earring no. in the Guards of the Galaxy? No. Who thought that was a good idea? I don't know. Does he? I don't think I'm so. I'm looking he? at a picture with him right now. It looks like there's an earring in his ear. Really? Never noticed it. Did you hear Chris Wood and Supergirl are getting yes. married? That's nice. He still no, doesn't deserve, deserve to win it. the poll. None of them deserve like, anything. Like, fine. He, that could be her. her Mary and her Chris list. Like, she's marrying him. But I guarantee you, fine. I guarantee you, Melissa would still pick Chris Hemsworth the fuck. And she's yeah. marrying Chris Wood. Because she knows what's up. She well, is she, she heterosexual? Because if yeah, she's bi, heterosexual, then maybe not. Then I, like, come on, people. What are we talking about? Heterosexual women around the world. In fact, gay men, too. Let's throw that in there. But this is what I'm saying. If you're a woman and you don't pick Hemsworth, I Just have based on pure sexual magnetism like, is what like we're talking maybe, about. Maybe you're not like... Maybe you're not as heterosexual as you think. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's a scale here. Isn't that called the Kinsey scale? I took that test once and I was so fucking heterosexual. I was like, damn, that's a little depressing. Same here. Right? No, I feel like we're going to get a lot of hate mail. Because we're really, we're telling people which Chris to pick. (laughs) Shannon would be so mad at us right now. Oh my God, Shannon, I'm sorry. We love you, Shannon. Shannon's going to come for us and DM. No, she she doesn't listen to us. No, she doesn't. She's just like, well, also she knows that we don't pick Chris and then she's like, you're just wrong. And also she doesn't go here and she actually literally doesn't go here. Right. (laughs) She doesn't just say she doesn't go here. She's done. She's peace out of arrow. It's done. God bless We just occasionally malent our sadness over... Uh, Virtue and Mo- Moyer not being together. Well, and what about when calls the heart? Jesus Christ! Oh my God! Listen, I'm gonna save you. I'm still mad about that. I was like, maybe I'm I could. Still mad too. Oh my God! I was like, maybe I could watch Jack. Maybe it's okay no. to watch Jack. No, because I was like, I miss not. Jack, and so I turned on the episode where they're like in the cave and he touches her knee because that's the best one. That was a good episode, yeah. Like, I was, like, ready to them. For, I mean, I know it was Hallmark, but I was like, I don't understand why they're not having sex in this dirty, dirty crave. Like, that would be hot. <laughs> if when calls the heart was... We're already touching knees. We might as well just get naked. It's like, Hallmark is just like... It's like, they they got married. It was like, she comes downstairs, but she's, like, completely dressed. And he's like, here's your flowers and breakfast. Like, are they trying to act like they didn't have sex because they had sex? Anyways, don't watch When Calls the Heart because it's just, it will send you down a road of despair. Like, here's the thing. If you're watching network television and you're watching, like, even the CW, I think there's a general perspective of you hope for a happy ending, but you actually understand that you might not get it, right? Like, that is a general expectation. But when you're watching a goddamn Hallmark show... You're expecting a happy, a happy ending. ending. That's their that's their tool and trade. What are we talking about here? And do you know what they did on When's Call the Heart? They, they didn't like give me a happy ending. Too. Which was, I I'm sorry, like- 
Like, yeah, they act like... Oh. I predicted it. Well, I here's predicted the other thing. I know, because they kept talking do. about how fucking... All this damn... Oh, you could die, Jack. You could die, Jack. I mean... Well, and I knew she was going to be pregnant. I know. Too. And we I hate like, that trope. Oh, we're going to kill off God. your fave, but then we're going to make her pregnant with his baby spawn. See, there's sometimes like baby storylines we don't better. like. We don't... We There's some <sighs> stuff. Like, if they killed Oliver and then made Felicity pregnant, I would be pissed. Don't pull that shit. Don't do that. I'm even at the point where I'm like, let's not kill Oliver, period. Let's just like... I know. Like, if they kill him in the end, I'm I'm still going to be... There'll be a strongly worded letter. Well, even like at the crossover, I'm still like... I'm already kind of veering towards it. No, I don't want it. I know, because it's like, okay, well, like, now she's really here, and it's like, oh, it's something that's a hot mess in the future, and you're just like, can't we just, like, have him be here because he's Jesus, and they they need him. Like, don't take him away. They need him. Everything goes to hell without him. I don't want it to happen yet. They're going to bring him ready. back. Superman's going to do the do the solid thing. I mean, Superman's walking out there married with a baby. So one of them is going to stay permanently dead. No babies dead. on superheroes. I oh, know. Well, <laughs> Superman has having a baby. He knocked up Lois. Doesn't count. Listen, all I'm saying is if they make him <laughs> dead permanently. I'm going to be so sad. I'm going to be really pissed because it doesn't make any sense. You can't say Oliver Queen's superpower is death and then kill him. That's like. That's like killing Superman by I the thought, sun. It's like I that doesn't make any sense. Death was Sarah Lance's superpower. No, that was or back did in I Super- watch Maybe Legends you wrong? <laughs> they have Steve and Mark have always said Oliver's superpower is he's not afraid to die. Which fine, but like that doesn't mean he has to die. Because the whole thing is the reason why he's not afraid to die like- is because he's uh, like he's like the Walking Dead. He doesn't care well, about like anything he, in life. And so I the whole point like is about reigniting his will to live. And then you just can't, once you've done that, the whole thing is that then you kill him. I feel like that was more a statement on how things used to be versus how they right. are now. Right, then like, versus like where I we're feel at like now. Now, especially with a new baby on the way. He's going to be real. He would less, be like, you know, he, I don't want to die. Right. Like, I think like he was like, <laughs> I don't really want to die, but whatever. The world needs Barry and Carla. And let me tell you something about Barry and Carla. The world don't need them. What the world needs is Oliver Queen. As by evidence of the dystopian nightmare 20 years from now. Listen, Barry hasn't fixed shit. Do you, have you taken a look at the future with little, little Nora whatever? By the way, everyone walking around like the Flash mar- named the kid after Barry's mother and walking around like Oliver didn't mar- name his daughter after his mother. You best be tripping. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. It's it's just like saying. just just accept it. I don't even just care if they ever confirm it. It's just what it, it's just what is. Her name I is just, Moira know, and they call her Mia and it's Doug Deal. I know my facts. It's just that's just truth. That's all we do. That's all truth. we do here yeah. and watch over speak the truth. Sorry. And if you don't Her pick name is Chris Moira. Hemsworth as your fave Hem- Hemsworth. You're not heterosexual. I don't know, you're not heterosexual. <laughs> Uh, you're somewhere on the you're somewhere on the less than scale i feel like i just got hate mail and i haven't even posted this yet and they're like i just i don't even know why i'm sending this to you but i had to send hate mail right now i just felt like they can intuit they can intuit our betrayal Guys, we're not serious. We're totally disclaimer. kidding. You're com- we're d- totally Your disclaimer. sexuality is like, not in question with whatever I Chris, feel like Chris we chose. need to add that yes, to the we're 100% intro. Kidding. That like yes. disclaimer. This is our this is our humor. It's an acquired taste. But absolutely if you Settle love down. Chris Pratt, then you are you, that's not a heterosexual person. <laughs> 
like you to sit down and while you're sending me a bullet of all this hate, can you send a bullet point list of why Chris Pratt is, and Chris Pine is, are better than Chris Hemsworth? No, wait, wait, ex- no. Listen, Chris Pine is not better than Chris Hemsworth, but Chris Pine is pretty freaking great. Okay, I I'm want looking that at to go Chris Pine because I'm having an issue with the height. I want to see how tall he is. How I don't give a tall? shit how tall he is. How tall? Well, he's six foot. All right. I'm taking that away. He's the shortest of the Chris's. But he's delightful. But he's also the prettiest. Have you seen... Like, I think, like, if you're going to talk, like, pretty boy, I feel, like, very confident you could pick Pine. Chris Evans. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, you feel Evans is more pretty boy and... And oh, there's yeah. like more no. raw masculinity listen, to pine. Listen, hmm, listen, interesting. Have interesting. You, no, no. Listen, mm-hmm. have you seen a wrinkle in time? I have. Okay. Do you remember him with the little beard and everything? Um, pine. Chris, I'm googling it because I don't really. <laughs> Obviously, didn't make beard. It didn't make that big of an impact. No, I can't with the beard. I like my Chris Pine clean cut. Listen. I like him clean cut, and I like him with the beard. No. It's a silver fox look. Mm-hmm. Yes, I like him. I like my Daddy. Chris Pine, like Wonder Woman <laughs> in a military suit. Okay, that was nice, too. Getting in I like plane. them all. I like them all. Yeah. Chris Pine is That's delightful. a Chris Pine I Love can him. do. I'm not so much Love about him. the Chris Pine and the silver with the beard. I do like Mm-mm. the silver and the beard, Mm-mm. too. Mm-mm. Yes. But, you know, so. yeah, I, would I say he's better looking than Chris Pratt? Absolutely. Absolutely. Would I say Not Chris Pine a- is better looking than Chris Evans? That's a tough mm. one. I don't. That's why I'm saying I can't. I feel pick like which one. When they when all we get there, like an equal prettiness. The, when, Does Chris when we Pine get hold to- puppies? Does he hold puppies? Of course he holds. Does puppies. he narrate puppy movies about superheroes? He dogs? does. He does. Hmm. Chris Pine saw cures cancer. Yes. Does Chris he say Pine. I don't like it? Because that's pretty adorable. Oh well, no, come on. That's does he say? Fair. Does he say? <laughs> I can't remember that's what else not he fair. says. Does he laugh like Chris Evans laughs? Because his laugh is fairly infectious. He's like a little. He's like a little balloon, a bunch of balloons when he laughs, and it's like they're all floating in the air. <laughs> You're so funny. It's true. I I'm okay with my ranking. I feel like I have never actually really sat down and done this because everyone's like, "Who's your favorite Chris?" And I'm like, "Well." I mean, immediately you think of fucking Chris Hemsworth in an elevator. It's, 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 it's tough. With the brake, so you're not interrupted. It's tough. It's tough. Like, I don't even feel like my husband would be upset with me saying that. Like, I think he would recognize that Chris Hemsworth is completely fuckable. Oh, well, I, th- yeah, I think he would agree. Like, I don't, I don't feel like he's <sighs> saying it because he would like to do it. I feel very strongly that that would not be his perspective, but I also feel like he can recognize like, the sexual I feel magnetism. Like he knows, I, th- I feel like he knows truth. Right. He's, he's, he's a smart guy. Right. Like, listen, I would run. He's, he's Captain Kirk, guys. Yeah. Like, he's hot Captain Kirk, because I was like, the other Fair. Captain Kirk was not so much hot. No. Sorry. At all. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot. No. Jean-Luc Picard, though. Mm. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I could be convinced. <laughs> now, which one? Jean-Luc Bilodeau or Jean-Luc Picard? Oh, Jean-Luc Picard. I gotta go with Baby Daddy. Do you Sorry. know actually who I really loved on Star Trek? What was the first? Was the first mate Jean Luc Picard's <sighs> first, first mate with the beard? 
Oh, oh, yeah. I got to Google it. Jonathan Frakes. Yes, Jean. Okay. I didn't even Star watch that Trek. goddamn show, and I know that. Star Trek. I was like I in a major Star Trek phase from like. Uh, like I, I know was... that, and I didn't even watch it. Star Trek. Jean <laughs> Luke. First. Did not Mate. watch it at all. I'm looking this up because it's important I was to me. Very I did. I, I was going Star like Wars. through a very mo- momentary Riker. William Riker. That's but who the I would. Actor is Jonathan Frakes. I know, Tell but his wrong. name was William Riker, and that is who oh, I would I be doing on that spaceship. Thank well, you very yeah. much. Unless there's Chris but... Pine there, then I would not do Unless Riker, and I would do Chris Pine. Hell yeah, he is. Duh. I mean, I just feel like I just feel like there's just some common sense here. Yeah. Like these, it it's like sense. it's just like A plus B equals C. I think we've lost them all at this point. Listen. Too. If we have helped you in any way sort out your Chris preferences, then I feel like even if you disagree with us, even if you are just dis- let and us it's know. solidified, like let us if you're like, oh my god, no, that's so wrong. But see, like what we also did by insulting your choices is help solidify your choices. Yes, we did. We did you a service. So today. if you were on the fence, this now whole conversation know. was really pretty freaking important. Yeah. It was a very productive conversation. I feel like we did. I feel I'm, like we did I'm God's very work today, glad Callie. That we had this. Like yes, we yes, we do. We are awesome. So now you all can go forth through your life and knowing which Chris <laughs> is the best Chris. And it's Hemsworth. Yep. Okay. All right. Facts only. Happy Valentine's Day, kids. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week. Be sure to listen next week. Subscribe to Watch Over on iTunes. Or Google Play. And look us up on Twitter and Tumblr. Bye. Bye.